AJ Almendinger running full time with College Racing in the Xfinity Series for 2022. Going to be running for that championship again. Was running for a Daytona win last night in the Xfinity race until Myatt Snyder uh, decided to go bonkers through the fence. So what happened next was uh, A.J. Allmendinger basically had his Daytona win taken away. I caught up with A.J. Allmendinger in his hauler prior to the Xfinity Series race. We had a great conversation and probably didn't talk much since for six or seven minutes. And then after that final last night with Myatt Snyder going up into the fence in a fiery crash, I said, A.J., you got to come back over here, and we have have to have an addendum to this interview. So it's a two-parter. First is prior to the Xfinity race last night, and then after the Xfinity race where A.J. almost grabbed himself a big win in Daytona. Xfinity Series pilot and friend of the Freak Nation, A.J. Allmendinger, right now. Steve Freak Spitz and the Lucas Oil Studios. You know, when A.J. Allmendinger rolls in the Freak Nation, I usually have a plan on how to start the interview, but uh, a driver came up to me, an IndyCar driver, actually texted me, said, let's ask A.J. what the hell he's running this year. Is he running the Cup Series? Is he running the Xfinity Series? Is he running sprint cars, go-karts? Okay, run me through what the hell you're going to be running this year. Well, after last year when we won Mid-Ohio, and then you came on your own show. I came on your show, and you came on your show and just trashed me for like an hour. I decided I need to run more races to try to prove to you that I'm worthy enough to come talk to you. So we got 49 races this year. We got full Xfinity, 16 Cup races, just to try to make you happy, Kenny Sargent. AJ Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. Happy to hear that because uh, you being man of no children, just a bunch of damn cats. Uh, you can one run cat okay. And one French bulldog, a bunch yeah. of damn animals. You being a man of no actual two-legged children, yeah. uh, you can run 49 races. But how do you maintain a relationship with that beautiful woman of yours? Well, it makes it simple. I'm not home as much, so she's happier. So that's pretty simple. Like, the less I'm home, the better our marriage is because she gets sick of me. Because I don't know if you know this or not, I can be a little crazy sometimes. A little, woo, get a little, woo, woo, woo. and uh, she she feels like that she needs to get away from me sometimes. So, what was the problem with you and Michael Shank? Did you guys have a falling out? Uh, it was just di- different not seeing you and Michael Shank's uh, hot rod over the Daytona 24. Well, I just uh, I, I told Mike after last year. I said, "Hey, man, like I I think I got to prove to you that you know the the car needs to step up, and I, I'm not going to drive it until it steps up, and you're going to struggle without me." And then they went and won, so the plan backfired on me a little bit. Uh, no, unfortunately, I love me some Shank, and it was uh it was. Between with, with Simon now and, and with Elio being on the IndyCar side of it, they both run sports cars, Honda, Acura guys, and they got in the car and they won. What can we do about keeping Kyle Larson out of that championship chase? I mean, look, uh, you've got the Almondinger, You have Almondinger fan base. Is there anything that you guys can maybe do to the Hendrick number five to keep him out of running for this chase? Well, um, in my defense, I don't care if he's in the in the – Top four because I'm not full-time cup, so they can do whatever the hell they want. I'd like my, my son, Justin Haley, to be in the top four. So if we got to, in the 16 races I'm running, if I got to go put some doors on somebody, we might have to do that. But at the end of the day, I'm more focused on the Xfinity Championship because that's actually what we're running because you don't do any homework or anything. You just spout off at the end of whatever you do. So that's what I'm doing. 
I don't have a play, playbook. I just, you know me, just off the top of my head, and I kind of scatter shoot as I go. Yeah, because there's not a lot of good stuff in there. My point was, you're running 16 races in the Cup Series. It, the championship doesn't mean crap to you. Yeah. You can be that dude to kind of give Larson a little wiggle, those top guys a little wiggle to get the hell out of the way. Yeah, now that's true. And uh, you, you've seen me. I'll do that if, if we can catch him. Um, he's pretty good, though. So we got some work at, at College Racing to make sure that our stuff gets to the Hendrick level. That's what we're going to plan on doing. So it'll be fun. We'll have a good time. Let's be honest. When we saw you in Phoenix for the championship race, yeah. you said, Kenny, I'm ready to go. I just don't think we have the car to do it or whatever yeah. the problem was. Is that problem solved? Broham? To where I can talk to you again in Phoenix, to where you're saying, "We're gonna win this some bitch." Well, I mean that's 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 the ultimate goal. Uh, yeah, I mean we we got to Phoenix and and it's not our best racetrack, and that's not an excuse. We got to keep getting better, and we're working hard at it. But uh, you know, the good thing is is over the being the Xfinity driver full time for a season. Now that's my crew chief. That's Bruce. He's in a hurry. He's working hard. Uh, so I at least have a play like a note of, of what's good, what's bad. We can build off of that. So we still got a lot of work to do. It's going to be uh, this Xfinity series right now of what we have, of what we're racing against. I mean, it is very deep. So um, first the goal is to make it to the playoffs and then run strong in the playoffs, get to that final four and go try to win. So here's the thing though. You're, you're clicking things off of your to-do list, winning in Indianapolis, uh, getting the final four for the championship. What's the next thing to click off for the Almendinger? group man i don't i actually don't even kind of put anything on my list i love what i'm doing right now it's over the last couple of years is a bonus of what i ever expected uh to have won a cup race at indy to have won so many xfinity races now with college racing just take it as it comes you know it's like it's like i it's like i told tara when she was you know trying to trying to date me i said hey you know beggars can't be choosers you know you got don't tell her I said that please <laughs> This will be going on every social media platform anyway, and, you, and we know she follows us, and I follow her. Uh, you want to kind of repair what you just said so she knows that you're just kind of... <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, she's the most gorgeous girl on this planet, so I'm just very lucky that she even talks to me, let alone is married to me, and I love her to death, and um, please stay. All right, you grabbed yourself a big win at Indianapolis. Winning Daytona, is, is it the creme de la creme for you personally, or was Indianapolis the epitome yeah, I mean, for me, Indy will always probably be one of the one of the two biggest wins. I, you know, I look at Rolex Twenty Four with with uh, with Jay Will and Oz and John and Mike and and that whole group was so special for so many reasons. Now, uh, but Indy to win there like we did was was quite special. But man, it's Daytona. Anytime you can pull into victory lane, I don't care if it's at the Rolex Twenty Four. I don't care if it's the truck race, Xfinity race, Daytona Five Hundred, Fourth of July race, all that. To pull into victory lane at Daytona is something that uh, a lot of people can't say that they've done, so I'd love to do that today. We've been so close the last couple of races here, so we'll go try it again. Is it just great to look at me during the interview? I mean, it's fantastic. Like I'm uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little more excited than before this interview, so I'm ready to go win a race now. Well, that was the first parter with A.J. Allmendinger in his hauler prior to the Xfinity Series race. And if you caught that race, Saturday night at Daytona, you saw that he was running for that win until that last big crash with Myatt Snyder where he went up into the fencing and the car just blew up. Myatt Snyder, just a sore ankle after that accident. That's great news. But 
A.J. Allmendinger was running for his first Daytona win, uh, February Daytona win. And again, he running for the championship in the Xfinity Series. And then when I saw him after the race, I said, dude, we got we to gotta do a part two to our follow-up in the holler. So here's part two with A.J. Allmendinger with a little bit of disappointment about not winning here at Daytona. When did you know that uh, Myatt Snyder decided to go up in the fence and uh, help you not win this race? Yeah, I, Radius the 21 got about a nose ahead of me. I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, the caution's coming out. Uh, you know, I really thought if the caution had come out, the 21 had such a run, I wasn't going to block him, but I was going to make him go below me so I could side draft him and still have a shot to win this race. And as soon as I seen what was happening behind yeah. me, I was like, oh, the caution's out. It's not going to happen. And it did come out. For good reason, by the way, because that was a gnarly wreck. Thank goodness my, it's okay. How many people around me I heard, he walked away. He's lucky to be alive. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it just shows the, the safety of, of these race cars, what the teams put into it, what NASCAR does for safety, the seats, everything mm-hmm. that goes along with it. So... Um, we know the risks, especially at this this type of racetrack, of what can happen. But the fact that that car, I mean, you know, it's like you cross the start-finish line, like, oh, my goodness, finish second. Like, that's disappointing. You come back around turn two, and you just see, I mean, it looked like a bomb went off back there. Mm-hmm. It was There was stuff everywhere. And I looked at the, the cars I drove by and thought, oh, my goodness. Like, I, like you, you start fearing the worst. I kind of looked in and seen he was out of the car already. I thought, okay, well, that's got to be somewhat of a good sign. But, yeah, fortunately, everybody was okay. I, I could say the last five laps. I could say the, the last 50 laps with you up front. How do you drive in that manner? Because, I mean, that's it's. do you even break? Do you? No, but there's a there's a, a fine line, and this is what I'm, I'm still trying to learn, is – Really, it comes down to you don't want to get too far out there in the lead because mm-hmm. then they can really and then I could see especially once it was the twenty one and the nine and and whoever was lined up behind them you know they were they were they were starting practice they were judging the gap so I was trying to lift and say okay how big of a run does he get this lap and work that strategy to to not let him get that big of a run and it just kind of it was going okay and. You knew at some point everybody was going to split off and, mm-hmm. and you know, third and fourth on back. They didn't want to run there. They were going to go for the win. So it got side by side. And I thought I did a pretty good job of, of kind of not letting either line get too far away from me. Uh, but the 21 moved up. And at that point, I realized, okay, that's that's a little bit further than I wanted to be away from. I thought, okay, I'm still going to be all right. I don't know if it was the nine that hit him. I mean, it was, it was a run that I hadn't seen all night. And, he, I mean, he timed it perfect. So... He had a massive run, and I was like, okay, I'm not really going to block this that hard because there's no point. But I thought if I can get him to the bottom, I could start side-drafting him right away. Mm-hmm. And then who's ever behind us, it's kind of a pick and choose who you're going to go with. So, But we unfortunately never got that opportunity. A.J. Allmendinger joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. When are you looking for, are you looking for friends out on the track who can help me get through this madness? Well, it, it's uh, – my friends were gone. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Hamrick had done such a great job all night, and he wasn't there. And, and Landon, unfortunately, got shuffled. And I think the field's tired of watching the calling Chevys, like, kind of dictate the race. The 
three wide side by side blocking the whole racetrack last year during the summer race here. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much ended everybody's association with wanting to help us. So I kind of figured, all right, now I'm not going to get a lot of help. It's just trying to hopefully I, I make the right move at the right time. There's a shot that I got got of you with your ass hanging out the window, looking up at the stands. What were you thinking? Like second again. Like I mean, unbelievable. It's it's funny because these races. If in our first interview you would have said, "AJ, you're going to run top five all night in both stages, and I'm going to give you a top five in the race," I'd probably say, "Pack it up. Let's go home. Let's get ready for Fontana." And then you lose it like that. And it's just like, oh my goodness! Like again, I cannot win one of these races. But, you know, the great thing is is we have fast cars, and we're probably going to have more opportunities. So it's – after I get over the disappointment for, of this and you start focusing on Fontana, great points night, and we get ready and go, and, and uh, we build off it. How does 25-year-old A.J. Allmendinger react to this versus, what, 45-year-old A.J. Allmendinger? Whoa. Sorry. How'd I get – just because I look younger than my age and you look like 67. Close. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how does it, How does a young A.J. Allmendinger react to well, a race first like of this? all, young A.J. Allmendinger would have never stopped for you. I'd have just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, F off. Nope. Right. Um, True. You know, you just, as we all know, you get, you get, you know, older and you understand the good and bad of it. And I'll go back and watch and try to learn from it, but. At the end of the day, it, it's as much as you want to win here. Like it doesn't change your life. Like I, it, I'm still going to Fontana racing next week. It'd have been cool to have this trophy, but uh, you know, I got the the real special thing is that Matt Collig and Chris Rice and the men and women at Collig Racing, they truly believe in me. I got 49 races this year, so <laughs> we got a lot of time. It's strange, man. How when you when you're friends with drivers. How you and I and I know Carly and everybody else that, that known you for a long time. How you get invested in the driver, and I'm just I, I'm sitting there in your pits, and I look over at Carly, and we go, Ugh. like was that a jinx? Was that a jinx that we noted that we saw each other? And obviously, it was. Yeah, it probably yeah. was. But watching your crew was so much fun, though, man. I mean, t- just before Snyder got up in the fence, they were nobody was hooting and hollering. They were just watching those monitors, man. Yeah, I mean, it's and that's what makes. It, this team, I think, different than a lot of teams, and, and everybody can say it, but the act of, of being as one, as a family, you know, I, I tell everybody that, that listens, like, this is not, yeah, when we're at the racetrack, there's the 16 crew, there's the mm-hmm. 10 crew, and there's the 11 crew, but at the shop, it's not like that. Everybody touches these cars, and everybody has a say in every team, and, you know, it's truly... One of these teams where one of when a car wins from college racing, like everybody wins. So I would have loved to to give them a win here. Uh, my crew chief Bruce, he's had some ups and downs over the last couple of years, and I wanted to get him a win. <laughs> Nutrient Ag Solutions. I mean, we they came back to the race team. We thought they had left, and and they were able to figure out and do a deal, and they believe uh, in me. And man, we uh, we were close. Thanks. Hey, thanks for having me. Like I said, Freak Nation, a two-parter with A.J. Allmendinger uh, after that accident that happened with Myatt Snyder. Did he, I, either of you guys see that accident with Myatt Snyder in the Xfinity Series race last night? It was gnarly. 
Yeah. Holy cow. And then you can go, speaking of Bubba Wallace, you can go to Bubba Wallace's Twitter account. He and Michael Jordan were sitting in the stands and he put up pictures of how destroyed the fence was and how there's pieces of the car stuck in the fence. That was Bubba Wallace's perspective. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, the engine flew out of the car. That's how much force this thing had. It was gnarly. I just can't, he walked away. He walked yep. away. And that was a Lucas Oil sponsored driver, by the way. Good to see him walk away.